Hello, today marks the end of August, and from now to the end of the year, we are going to see a lot of weddings in Ghana. Ghanaians love the idea of marriage. In fact, we do not think that it is an option for anyone to decide that he or she does not intend to marry, given the chance we will push every young person, especially the young woman, into marriage. And yet, the high rate of divorces and the stories of terrible marriages suggest that marriage is not for everyone. Nothing is more disastrous than the case of someone who is not the marrying type, marrying. So this morning, whether you are already married or not, whether you are planning for your marriage or not, I am asking you a simple question. Is marriage for you? I swear that most everyone will say, oh, of course, to that question. But really, is marriage for you? Please don't rush to answer the question until you have gone through the following checklist that will show you whether you are the marrying type or not. And remember, just the mere fact that you are already married is no evidence that you are a marrying type. So, here we go. One, does sharing come easily with you or do you struggle with it? The capacity and ability to share, to share your feelings, to share your plans, to share your resources. That ability is critical in marriage. If you are the type of person for whom sharing does not come easily, and if you are not willing to work on that, then I'm afraid marriage is not for you. Two, are you prepared to put another person ahead of your career, even if it means failing to get to the top? Marriage calls for sacrifice, and sometimes the sacrifice can be costly indeed. So yes, are you prepared to put your partner and your children ahead of your career? If for you, career comes before anything else, then it is possible that you are not the marrying type, or at least you are not ready to marry yet. Three, are you good at forgiving? In other words, how good a forgiver are you? It has been said that for a marriage to work and succeed, the two people in the marriage should be great at forgiving each other. This is because none of us is perfect. You are not perfect, neither is your partner. But if the two of you are good at forgiving each other, your imperfections cannot destroy the relationship. 4. Can you apologize when you have hurt another person? It is one thing for your partner to be willing to forgive you. You also have to be great at accepting your faults and your mistakes and have the humility to apologize when you have hurt or disappointed your partner. If you find it difficult to see your faults and mistakes, and to apologize for them, then I'm afraid marriage is not for you. 5. How good is your personal hygiene? This is one of the important requirements for a successful marriage that we do not talk about as much as we need to. Personal hygiene. If you are single, you can get away with poor personal hygiene. But when you marry, good personal hygiene is non-negotiable. So, if you are not prepared to improve your personal hygiene, then please spare someone the nightmare of being married to you. Six, can you hold your tongue? Or you must necessarily speak your mind. When you marry, there will be things to provoke you to anger. But the ability to hold your tongue can save you from escalating issues in the relationship. So, can you hold your tongue when provoked? 
or you are the kind of person who must speak his or her mind by all means, no matter the consequences. You know, people love to say, oh, I gave him a piece of my mind. Well, in marriage, you cannot afford to be giving your partner pieces of your mind. Otherwise, you will soon, <laughs> you will soon not have any mind left because you would have given it all away, piece by piece. That is the nature of marriage. Seven, do you respect the opposite sex? This is a very simple test, but it is very important to help you know whether marriage is for you or not. You'll be marrying, hopefully, a member of the opposite sex. And if you don't respect the opposite sex, then you have no business getting married unless you want to make yourself and your partner miserable. Eight, do you think you are too good for anyone else? There are people who, in their hearts, believe that they are too good for anyone. If you feel that way about yourself, I am in no position to judge you. But then please, stay out of marriage. Because marriage is a leveler. Your partner will not and shouldn't see you as too good for him or her. Number nine. Do you have control over your sexual desires? Young people think that marriage will give them unlimited access to sex, and some people call it the license to kill. Well, in theory, a married person can have sex anytime, but it is not practical, nor is it realistic. You or your partner may travel, your partner may fall ill, and so on. In other words, there are many possible scenarios that may require you to exercise control over your sexual desires, even in marriage. So, if you have not learned to have control over your sexual desires, then the chances are great you will mess up in your marriage. Number 10. Do you have anger issues? As I've already said, there will be a lot to provoke you to anger in marriage. And so, marriage, marriage demands emotional intelligence and maturity. So, if you have anger issues, then please stay away from mar marriage until you have gained control over your anger. If you don't, you could kill your partner. It could be as bad as that. 11. Have you gotten over your ex? There are people who make the mistake of marrying when they have not gotten over their exes. They struggle a lot in marriage. If you have not gotten over your ex, then please... Until you do, spare yourself misery in marriage. Twelve, do you love yourself? In Proverbs chapter 30, verses 21 to 23, the Bible says, and I'm quoting just the first part, quote, Under three things, the earth trembles. Under four, it cannot bear up. And then it goes on to list those four things. And one of the four things under which the earth cannot bear it's a woman who does not love herself getting married. And then, of course, Jesus also said, love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, if you do not love yourself, you cannot really love someone. But that is not all. If you do not love yourself, you will struggle to receive love or accept love from anybody. So, if you do not love yourself, then marriage at best will be a big struggle for you and for your partner. Number 13. Have you dealt with your emotional baggage? Most of us grew up with all kinds of emotional baggage, from the environment in which we were raised at home, 
to our interactions and socialization in the community. The lucky ones are able to deal with this baggage and manage to overcome them. But some of us seem never to get rid of our emotional baggage, and it influences how we respond to all kinds of issues and situations. So, if you have not dealt with your emotional baggage, then it is a good idea to put off marriage until you have been able to do so. And finally, 14. Are you an honest person or you are a liar? You see, trust is the currency in marriage. And so if you are not the kind of person who is known to be honest, then um, I'm afraid um, try something else but not marriage. Well, now that you have taken this little test, I believe you are in a better position to answer the original question. Is marriage for you? If you're already married, but you find yourself answering no to that question, then please don't despair. You do have work to do, and I pray that you find the grace and the humility to do it. But it is not a hopeless case for you. You can work on these things. To those who are not married yet, let me say that marriage is not for everyone, and there is nothing wrong with that. The important thing is for us to know ourselves so well and to have the courage not to put ourselves where we will not thrive in life. I'm out. 